So, uh, Pratap, thank you for joining in on this live. Uh, you've always had very interesting discussions and you've always had a very uh, good angle to things that uh, we can pick on. Uh, we'll start off, obviously, with working from home. How is that going? Is it possible? <laughs> you know, it's obviously very hard. Uh, see, like I just mentioned, we are, we are three teams, or, or let's say one team, I always say one team, spread across three locations. Uh, UK, Italy, and India, and uh, of course, you know we have uh, we are using um, you know Teams and we're using Zoom and we're using FaceTime. We're using everything at our disposal, uh, but of course, you know the face-to-face, -face, the actual contact is very important. Mm. Designers, I always say, never design in isolation. We always work in a in a team which is actually physically close as well, and uh, that's one thing you know we are all missing. Uh, but having said that, you know, we use and deploy a lot of digital tools in, in our mm -hmm. design process now, uh, which makes it uh, much easier to review, uh, let's say, a design model uh, on the screen. Um, so we are, we are, we are uh, having digital evaluations of our design uh, you know, proposals from all studios. We're doing that on our, on our laptops and, and iPads. Uh, but yes, like I said, Sometimes, uh, you know, design is born from a discussion with people and a discussion with the team you trust. Uh, and when you, when you aren't standing together looking at a clay model, those discussions sometimes, uh, you know, don't happen. Yeah, so that is something that we also are missing at Evo. Uh, you know, we've got a very tight-knit team and uh, every day in the morning we have uh, a Google Hangout where uh, you know, all of us get together. But there's just that physical interaction with people, backslapping, uh, banging. Hands. Yes. You know, the, and that's where the different ideas come from. Uh, of course, one of the ideas for these Instagram lives came on the Google Hangout. So that also seems to be working. Yeah, yeah. So... so that is one of the challenges. Of course, uh, you know, we are now in a phase of, of some of our programs which are in the, in the digital phase, luckily. Uh, and then when we go back to work, uh, you know, they'll move into the clay phase, uh, which is extremely enjoyable, um, you know, as you know, as a part of our process. And there, I hope, you know, we're all back together physically. Mm -hmm. the, the cars and trucks of the future. Yeah, so the, we got a whole bunch of questions that came in on Twitter. We started putting that out on Twitter some days ago. Okay. Uh, but uh, we've already got uh, tons of queries out here on uh, the live. So uh, let's start off uh, straight away with the uh, Auto Expo. Now, yeah. the, I was there at the Auto Expo when you pulled the wraps of the first the HBX concept mm -hmm. and then the Sierra. And I think the Sierra, it just overawed us so much that the HBX was just consigned to one corner. Uh, but I think we should talk about the HBX because uh, we didn't do that enough justice. And to do something like that, a uh, mini SUV, that's what you, or a micro SUV, that's what you guys call it. To, to package something like that, how difficult is it? It is very difficult, uh, no doubt about it. Sish, as you know, you know, uh, Tata Motors, uh, part of our DNA is always... Um, interior space, mm -hmm. uh, headroom, shoulder room, leg room, you know, in any segment that we've uh, entered ever, uh, we are amongst the class leaders, if not the leader in, in some of these parameters, you know. So the trade-off between interior space and exterior size is, is always an interesting one because we also wanted a very uh, small footprint for the, for the uh, you know, HBX or H2X, if you remember. 
Mm. Um, so we worked very hard with the engineering team to get the architecture right. Uh, we didn't also want sort of puny tire sizes, you know, that's mm. very important. So mm. usually, uh, you know, it was very, very important to get the proportion of uh, H2X and HBX right. And, uh, you know, from the, from the response we had at Delhi, and I still uh, get a lot of uh, queries on that car. Uh, I think we, you know, sort of pulled it off. But yes, and, and you know, uh, I'd like to also add, um, you know, the front and side uh, impact regulations that are coming in. Mm. Uh, this also has a, has a, you know, impact on your, on your front overhangs, on the bonnet height, on the thickness of the doors. You know, so cars, if you, if you see, you know, the trend in cars is always the next generation of cars of the same, let's say, nameplate always gets bigger and bigger. Um, you know, if you look at a, if you look at a polo today, it's as mm -hmm. big as the original Golf. Uh, yes, true. Big. You know, true. And this is true for many cars. I'm just taking yeah. a familiar example. Uh, uh, so, uh, I just, uh, you sent me some sketches of the HBX. So while we're talking about the HBX, let me just throw up some of these. Uh, now, I know my uh, ugly mug is uh, covering your beautiful designs, but uh, I'm sorry, I can't help that. No, no. Uh, all I can do is uh, maybe make the picture yeah, a little smaller. Uh, that's yeah. the best I can do. But uh, so talk us through this now. So very exciting. You know, like I said, it's a very exciting car. We didn't want to do a, a hatchback uh, on steroids. You know, this is very, very important. Uh, to have the honesty of the of the genre. So if you're doing an SUV, regardless of the size, it should look and feel like an SUV because I think that's where we've been sort of honest with the design and honest with the customer. Uh, mm -hmm. He is looking for an SUV and not a jacked up hatchback. Mm -hmm. uh, so if you see all the cues, the squared off wheel arches, the shoulders, the, the, the strength on the wheel arch, um, the proportion of the hood to the cabin, you know, it's all very, very SUV-like, the almost vertical uh, sort of rear end. Um, so I think it's very important not to shortchange the customer. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, if, you're, if you are seeing mini SUV or micro SUV, that's exactly what it should look and feel like. So uh, This yeah. uh, is very close to production reality, is it not? Now, yes, it is. Tires uh, will not make it to production because uh, that will really not make much sense. The knobbly tires. To get uh, uh, fuel efficiency and road handling. Uh, yeah. And this is not a 4x4, it is uh, a front-wheel drive because that is what this entire uh, genre is all about. It's all front-wheel drive. But yeah. apart from that, and apart from that roof rack, uh, this is what we will get. See, Sirish, if, I, if you actually look at uh, these sketches and you look at the, the actual show car which we uh, showed in, uh, in the Auto Expo, mm. except for the wheels and the racks, which, by the way, can be accessories. You know, I would mm. love to do a line of accessories. I think a car like this can be highly accessorized, mm -hmm. personalized, you know. Uh, but the rest of the car, you know, which you call the car itself, uh, is, is the car. Yeah. Um, you know, most of it was actually built from production data, if I, if I can, you know, mm -hmm. sort of reveal that here. Mm -hmm. uh, so we are in a very advanced stage of engineering and tooling for a product like this. So yes, it is, uh, it is pretty much what people will, will get to see. Yeah, Sangram says that the interior is also very appealing. So we just put up a picture of the interior. Now, the, when I got into the car, uh, I managed to squeeze in before everything was cordoned off. It looked very close to production, except yes. for maybe those straps on those the driver side yeah. of the cabin. Yeah. Uh, but apart from that, everything looked production ready. And in fact, the interior looked even more production ready compared to the exterior. That's correct. Actually, uh, the interior uh, in this case, 
you know, we engineered and designed it uh, almost one one phase ahead of the exterior, mm. and which is why you saw the maturity of the of the actual you know com components itself uh, in the show car. Uh, so the interior is very much there. You're right. You know, the two straps perhaps not, but you know, again, that can be an accessory. We had a little mm -hmm. compass. We had a little altimeter. Mm. So you know, the cool little touches. Um, but the rest of the interior is is production. So there's no, you know, usually, Sirish, when we do a show car, we make it a little wider, mm. or we make the roof a little lower. In this case, like I said, this is based on uh, production engineering uh, data. So there was no real uh, artistic license. Mm -hmm. uh, so now let's come to what uh, actually took my breath away, the Tiara <laughs> concept. Now the... Uh, at Evo Magazine, we have the Gone But Not Forgotten page. And a couple of months ago, uh, maybe five, six months ago, uh, we did one on the Sierra. Yes. It got massive response. And I sent it out to all of you guys. And y'all yep. were like, mm, nice, yeah. And nobody had an inkling that uh, you were working on this, right? Because uh, the concept must have been an advanced stage when you read that story yeah. in our magazine. And uh, I guess you almost have had a good chuckle to yourself and thinking that, okay, now let him come to the expo and see what we got up our sleeves. <laughs> yeah, it was, I must say, it was very, very timely. And, uh, you know, hats off to you, your team and our Copcom uh, team, uh, you know, who also sort of kept a straight face through it all, I'm sure, <laughs> <laughs> in Pune. Uh, but yes, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a nameplate, which is, which is very, very uh, loved, you know, very mm. highly, it's got a very uh, strong emotional bond with, with India. Um, you know, everyone has a memory of the Sierra and a story of the Sierra, which is why designing uh, a car like this becomes, or the next version of a car like this is very uh, risky and challenging. Yeah. Uh, in fact, the enthusiasts are a little rapid in their enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah. I, I borrowed the car from to do the story. So yeah. after that, you know, he got a lot of flack from, uh, there are a couple of Sierra groups on WhatsApp and he got a lot of flack from his friends over there saying that, you know, this guy, this uh, idiot journalist has written that the AC does not work and it is like an oven at the back, but that is never the case. Uh, though, honestly, I have experienced that, that uh, the AC was never good. The rear windows obviously would not open. So if you were sitting at the back, you were in an oven. Uh, yeah. What I like about your concept is that on one side, you got sliding doors, but on the other side, uh, so not the curbside, but the other side, you got uh, the same uh, similar glass house as yeah. that original. Yeah. And that is one of those key design elements that hark back to the original. I think you're right. You know, that is one of the really iconic uh, design elements of this year. So if you look at the rest of the, 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 the new car, uh, you'll see it's got almost no, no uh, let's say, direct one-to-one -one similarity with the original. Um, you know, it, it's, of course, that it's got that strength and it's got that sort of uh, horizontality that the original had. But the one thing that we, we, we really didn't want to, to sort of, um, let's say, give up or, or not reflect was definitely that side glass. It is so iconic. Uh, and, and I don't think a Sierra would be a Sierra without that. Yeah, true. Uh, but the fact is that you've added more practicality with a sliding door on the near yes. side. Yes. And I remember what you said, uh, which we also have on video, which is on our YouTube channel, that you said that uh, this does not have any show car frippery on it. Uh, it does not have oversized wheels. It doesn't yeah. have uh, no monstrous proportions. It is, uh, in effect, very close to production reality. 
Uh, I wouldn't say production reality because this is not a production program, as you know. Um, but uh, you know, we wanted to have it as close to, let's say, production believability. Mm -hmm. uh, I use that word uh, more than reality because it's not real. Uh, okay. But uh, is it believable? Yes. You know, a lot of show cars you see, uh, you kind of dismiss. And look, I, you know, I don't criticize because many companies uh, have many reasons to do show cars or concept cars. In in mm -hmm. our case, it is really to give the uh, one is to gauge public uh, reaction, mm. especially when you're doing an uncharted territory like this, reviving an icon. And the second is to to really see, uh, you know. What about this car? Uh, people like or dislike. Uh, so to give a a believable believable picture, series is very important. And and as you know, you know we've been doing that for the last five or six years, right? From uh, Nexon Concept, uh, you know, to HBX, uh, H, um, you know, uh, we did uh, the H5X, we did the 45X. So they're all very very believable, and um, you know. While it's sort of e almost easier to exaggerate, uh, you know, we, we like to stick to believability. I think uh, for me, that is very, very important so for, our, for our brand. Yeah. And this is something new because in the past, you all have done concepts uh, which are a little uh, no, way off into the future. One of the concepts and uh, we're getting queries on that was the race mode. And that was Tata Motors getting into this whole sports car yeah. segment. Uh, that all is on ice right now and especially now in this day and age with this whole COVID-19 situation that we're in, everything is going to slow down. There is no getting away from that. So obviously that is on ice right now. Yeah, Sirish, I mean, uh, you know, what uh, Racemo and Tamo uh, gave us as a company is a, is a, is a way of working. Now, we develop products much faster, much leaner uh, than we've ever done before. Uh, you know, like you said just now, you know, the concept, the so-called concept, uh, you know, HBX in, in, in the Auto Expo had a completely uh, mature production-ready interior. Uh, you know, we are able to get to these um, production realities much faster. And that's something that I think the Racemo and Tamo project gave us. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, in terms of timing, you know, uh, there were, we had to refocus our, or focus our energies on, on really the bread butter. I think if you're not strong, as a sustainable financial, uh, you know, financially sustainable business, mm -hmm. then you know the uh, some of the other things on the side, uh, you know, can take away your attention from the core. Mm -hmm. So, uh, if you remember at that time, we were really working very hard on our Alpha and Omega platforms architectures, and now you're seeing the the fruits of that. You know, yeah. we are really getting a, a phenomenal range of products across these two architectures. Uh, for a bit, let's talk about Optimus Prime. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a, a breathtaking, uh, you know, sort of truck. You, of course, in a photograph, don't appreciate the scale. Mm. Uh, but, you know, uh, one thing me and the team learned, because this was one of our really first uh, full-size, you know, heavy commercial vehicle cab. Mm. Mm -hmm. One thing you learn actually while doing it is that, um, you know, your point of view on a car, you kind of look at it horizontally or you're looking down in many cases, you know, on a, on a truck of this size, you're actually looking up at it all the time. You know? So your point of view of designing it is very, very different. That means if you look at where the T logo is, uh, mm -hmm. this is higher than most people's heads. Mm -hmm. 
you know and then so everything above that actually you're looking at from below mm-hmm. you know so uh, so it's a it's a it was a real reset in our in our minds and uh, uh, while we we did you know some initial development digitally and on on gas etc when we cut the full size clay uh, we were we had to really check if uh, we got the scale right you know Mm-hmm. did we did we mill the did, did we mill the clay you know 1.25 times bigger we had to check the data because uh, we hadn't encountered anything like this in, in fact in our clay studio i'll tell you a story in our clay studio the entire height of this truck didn't fit through the door you know we brought it from the milling machine so we had to split the model into two bring the separate parts into the clay studio and then reassemble Mm-hmm. just so that the clay modelers and designers could work on it after that it was yeah. phenomenal, phenomenal challenge yeah and if you ever bring back that prima truck racing series these yeah. trucks will look awesome yeah you know again here um, since if you remember the story of the prima it was internally called the world truck you know mm. yes yeah, internally in tata motors you know and and i didn't though we don't use that name uh, you know i didn't want that essence to to go from the redesign i really wanted it to look totally global see today we we may or may not be in a market you know overseas tomorrow who's to say we won't be somewhere you know and and i i always think the product from a certain country actually reflects the the country itself yes uh, and when i when i when when we design therefore the products we always say that if someone in morocco or egypt or or croatia sees this product and asks you know where is this come from and someone says oh it's from india you know it should actually stand for where india is today uh, in, in the world you know yeah and looking at indian cars abroad gives you a sense of uh, solid pride in italy even now you do see a lot of safaris of course at the, at the ferrari race track they yeah, have yeah. safari as one of their uh, martial cars for yeah. the track yeah you know, isn't that amazing and that fills you with a lot of pride. lot of pride so for for us you know or for me personally this is much more than a tata product you know it's mm. also a, a global product from india mm. uh, you know and i always uh, think of it like that um, you know so it should be no less uh, than any other truck uh, you know that's available abroad yeah and, um, of course it should be appropriate you know appropriate <laughs> to the use case you know so mm-hmm. for example if you look at this uh, ip yeah it's got a lot of storage it's got a little you know where the prima logo is it's got a drop down uh, table because a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of truckers in india actually eat in the cabin mm-hmm. uh, they store a lot of things so we've got lockable uh, and non lockable storage we've provided a absolutely flat uh, space on the top of the ip because they keep a lot of things their paperwork um, idols mm-hmm. you know gods goddesses so it's almost like a desktop actually mm-hmm. you know for them it's a, it's a work and live space which is mm-hmm. very very unique mm-hmm. um, in the context so yes of course ergonomics comfort uh, we we try to ensure that the seats are comfortable uh, you know these people drive 10 12 15 hours in a day uh, and day know, after day it's not day after day day, day day after day mile after mile and yeah. uh, you know a lot of accidents are actually caused by fatigue uh, fatigue mm-hmm. induced inducing uh, sleep or drowsiness mm-hmm. so if if the if a truck driver is fresher yeah less fatigue therefore the seat design ergonomics plays a huge role uh, yeah. you have you have um, you know more uh, sort of chance that he he's going to be more attentive and 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 awake you know 
that also goes a long way in preventing accidents so accidents and safety has a there's a passive and active safety passive safety is to prevent an accident in the first place yes yeah uh, i think that's as important as as what happens after an accident unfortunately occurs yeah uh, let's talk about this the winger wow the yeah. winger is unique i'll tell you why uh, mm. you know uh, i find this a unique product like i said we have a passenger vehicle and a commercial vehicle business mm. the winger is actually one of those products that straddles both <laughs> <laughs> and when we were discussing this uh, you know internally in the design team you know what treatment do we give this product you know should it be from the passenger vehicle side should it be from the commercial vehicle side should it be something unique so so we found this happy mix of you know what we call the trust bar which is that bar you see on top that comes from the the commercial vehicle and we gave it a, a touch of the humanity line as well you know mm -hmm. you see the grill mm -hmm. and uh, you know this was a, a sketch by one of our young designers in the pune team and he said you know why don't we just combine the two and see you know mm -hmm. what we get and and i really liked the the effect we got you know the it gives a very wholesome uh, holistic face to this passenger as well as oh, let's say commercial passenger vehicle yeah unique uh, to us to the layman it looks like a harrier that has been chopped and plastered onto <laughs> a winger which uh, no bad thing honestly that's no bad thing if it's going to make our the vans look better why not yeah i mean uh, you know yes that is a, a way of looking at it but you're not you're not entirely wrong by the way so we do a lot of market research the current winger has a little bit of a flatter nose mm -hmm. um and and two things uh, you know uh, people uh, the drivers uh, felt somehow somewhere a little um, vulnerable you know because mm -hmm. you didn't have a nose and the second you know the vehicle is very tall and uh, the front therefore has doesn't have the presence that a vehicle like this needs you know you can mm -hmm. imagine this pulling up outside the taj to pick up you know 12 guests or mm -hmm. at the airport you know it mm -hmm. needs a certain sense of um gravitas gravitas yeah <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know so you're right this this was no uh, no sort of casual observation really you know we mm -hmm. wanted to give it that strength of an suv uh, but definitely definitely with some uh, commercial vehicle touches Yeah, so we've got a lot of questions on the Gravitas. That's where I got the cue. Uh, okay. People asking about when can they expect the Gravitas to launch? So obviously the Gravitas is going to launch this year. When yeah. now uh, everybody's plans have been thrown for a toss, so it might get uh, delayed. Uh, I'm sure, that, and this is not the right platform to talk about yeah. all of that yeah. because yeah. Pratap is here to talk about design. Uh, other questions about the Harrier and the connectivity features of the Harrier. Well, the Harrier does have all the connectivity features. The screen is a little smaller than other competitors, but it yeah. has all of that. Again, we can talk about that on another podcast. Let's sure, focus sure. on uh, design because there is a lot. In fact, Pratap, uh, we do our line of T-shirts. Uh, yes. Merchandise. Yeah, you've got a nice Stratos T-shirt. Uh, yes, uh, I wear stuff like very, this. Very very often. Yeah, stuff like this. Uh, it'll actually work well on T-shirts. You should give us some of your designs. We'll plaster them on T-shirts. Oh wow! I would love that actually. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Uh, I, yes. <clears throat> no, no problem at all. No problem so, at all. So we'll do that. Uh, now talking about uh, you were talking about the Altros and all these cars. A again, this is quite cool to go onto a T-shirt. Huh, I must say. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Free. Feel free. <laughs> yeah. So the the ultras. Now this is your new range, your new platform, a new range of cars coming in. Um, you've got this uh, bit of a BMW shark nose element uh, to the front, which I really like. The nose that uh, points forward. Uh, what what are the thinking behind this design? And this looks like a Tata, but also it looks like a modern Tata. Yeah. Uh, you know. rightly pointed out modern tata but still you know somewhere uh, it's it's a tata you know when history will judge us uh, sirish i always say say to the design team don't do something frivolous and only for today you know uh, you guys know you show you, know, you have pictures of 10 generations of a, of an e class or 10 yes. generations of or oh, i don't know seven generations of a 3 series someday that will happen to us you know we are only a, a 20 22 year old company as far as cars are concerned Mm. Uh, so we don't have those uh, seven generations of anything uh, mm. really but i always tell the designers that long after we are gone uh, you know you leave behind uh, you know a, a a product and a legacy which the future generations of tata designers can be really proud of you know as, mm-hmm. as their heritage mm. so i always have this uh, little uh, let's say flavor of of what what our cars are now coming coming to the hood and the nose the nose actually uh, see it's a very simple visual trick uh, you know we have obviously quite a large cabin because we want mm. to maximize space uh, so then within that footprint uh, you know you end up with a very short short bonnet mm. and uh, that was making the car look a little unbalanced you know when we look at it from the side view in profile so actually moving the nose forward lengthens your bonnet Mm. you know so if you if you imagine this is the bonnet if you do that the bonnet actually looks longer mm. so that's all we've done it's a visual trick to to make the bonnet look longer and then therefore balance it with this really voluminous cabin you know i mean uh, mm. i've shown this uh, this model to of course in india we are used to you know sub 4 meter cars i've shown this model to um, our colleagues from jaguar land rover Mm-hmm. and they find it very hard to believe that this is less than 4 meters mm. uh, you know because as you know even a polo in europe is more than 4 meters mm. yes uh, so it's very hard for them to get their head around uh, that this is a sub 4 meter car and uh, it's all these little tricks that do it the slingshot which pulls the the length of the car absolutely to the maximum mm. you know on the back and mm. this nose which pulls the bonnet to the maximum in the front Yeah, uh, years ago, a designer from BMW he told me about light and shadows, and uh, everything that a designer works on is yeah. a play of light and shadows. Yeah. And uh, having a horizontal chrome bar on the nose that visually uh, widens the car, makes it seem lower. So these are all tricks, but uh, yeah. all of it definitely works because one thing's for sure: the ultras, uh, in terms of the way it looks, and that is going to be a huge selling point for the car. Yes, I mean, uh, you know, as as you know, now the the entire sort of not only car market, the entire market globally for anything is is undergoing this this difficult time. But I'm sure when we come back, uh, you know, Sirish, uh, the Ultras uh, will really find its 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 moment in the sun. Um, my my feeling is that when people come back after you know weeks and months of self isolation mm-hmm. and all of that. there will be this real explosive desire to to mm. to drive you know uh, mm. to drive to get away to and i think that should positively impact uh, you know car sales in general worldwide 
Yeah, we've seen that happening in China, by the way. As soon as they've opened, there's a huge explosion of people going back into showrooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, this this forum, of course, is not to discuss the business side of of that, but but uh, yeah, suffice to say that you know the range of cars that we have now uh, in in passenger vehicles is completely ready for uh, you know ready to be bought and driven. You know? mm-hmm. And BSC yeah. has happened in the meanwhile. You know, such a earth-shattering development, uh, which got obviously overshadowed by by what's going on now. That's a huge achievement for the country. Mm. Uh, in one go, to go from BS4 to 6 in three years, no country in the world has done that. We should be very, very proud of uh, what we've achieved as a country and as an industry, if I, if I may. Uh, so we'll just take a few uh, queries from people who joined in. Uh, Avirhalt is saying the 170 people who work under you in your design team know their work quite well. I think that's a very kind compliment. Thank uh, you. Uh, we're getting a lot of questions about uh, GT, uh, GTP and your go faster cars. Now, the Ultras, uh, I'm sure that'll be a very challenging project to make it look sportier. Uh, you obviously don't work on the engines, but you work on making it look fast and the car yeah. needs to look fast. If it goes, uh, if it looks fast, it is fast. Correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. And, <clears throat> and what you did with the Tiago GTP, I think uh, those small visual cues. Yes. Uh, it really did work quite well. You know, uh, when you when you do, a, let's say, an in-house uh, sports version of, of any of your cars, it's very important not to over-exaggerate. And okay. also the car shouldn't end up looking like something a body shop uh, would do, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, it's really got to feel like an OEM product. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that's very, very important. You know, it's um, if you look at most OEM, uh, you know, the M series or the AMG or uh, Audi, you know, uh, they have a feeling of being, uh, you know, designed, engineered and produced by the OEM. And you mm. know, we want that. We want the same thing because there's plenty of people who put, you know, massive bumpers, air mm. intakes everywhere, air outlets, fins. I mean, they have no meaning. So, mm. so we wanted everything that we did put or do put on these sportier versions uh, should A, look like an OEM car and B, it should, the function should really uh, be expressed by what that component does. You know, if it really mm-hmm. aids in cooling the engine and you have bigger apertures, so be it. If, mm. there's, a, if there's an outlet on the, on the hood, uh, so be it. In fact, you, you, you remember in the Tiago and... Uh, in the Tiago Tigor JTP, we have only one outlet on the hood. Mm, yes, that's yes. all we needed. Yes. You know, I could have easily gone and done two. Yeah. Uh, but there was only one uh, because okay. that's what we needed for, for uh, you know, heat dissipation. So mm. form function, important, uh, you know. Okay. Uh, we're getting questions on pickups. Now, uh, Tata Motors passenger car journey started with the 207 and then mm. that evolved into the Sierra and the Estate. A uh, lot of queries on, uh, will you make something like the Isuzu V-Cross? See, pickups, Sirish, uh, unfortunately, there's two types of pickups in India. Mm. There's lifestyle pickups and there's workhorse pickups. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the workhorse pickups is, of course, the, the larger part of the market. You know, we have tried life, lifestyle. We've done things on the Xenon. Um, but, you know, because ma- most people are buying one or maximum two cars, you know, we're still that sort of country. 
uh, it's very hard to push a lifestyle pickup if you don't have a lifestyle which actually does that i mean if you don't actually go surfing or if you don't actually go more you know mountain bike riding or whatever uh, you know it's minuscule in 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 terms of numbers so for us um, you know and i always say this there there may be a gap in the market but is there a market in the gap mm-hmm. so you have to have to judge that you know yeah uh and it's a tough one for pickups if i'm honest uh, in india it's very very much a workhorse and not seen yet as a as a lifestyle product yeah uh, panushali chirag is asking how are you spending your time in quarantine <laughs> um well you know because because we have three time zones uh, you know uk italy and india it keeps me busy because people come online in different mm-hmm. times so so a lot of our time actually goes in uh, in discussing and 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 having web web meetings mm. um i'm also doing a lot of uh, thinking about impact design impact 3.0 you know what comes mm. next mm. uh i'm also making a lot of uh, one is to 72 <laughs> plastic aircraft models on the weekend yeah, i got a, i got a picture of that uh, good thing you brought that up let's just uh, scroll through the the images yep I, yeah i do these on weekends i love world war 2 uh, fighter planes mm-hmm. uh, i ordered myself a massive consignment you know just before we shut down mm-hmm. uh, because i i could see this sort of quarantine coming and uh, you know everything would close down so i ordered a lot of these kits mm-hmm. from airfix and i and i spend uh, you know some of the weekends doing those so this is the <laughs> the output of you know four or five weekends recently <laughs> mm-hmm. how long does it take to do one of them it takes me a day see so that's why i stick to one is to 72 uh, because you know i can start in the morning and i'm very impatient and plus i don't have you know that much time either mm-hmm. uh, so i have to finish this on a weekend uh, so which is why i chose this scale 172 mm-hmm. because anything bigger would take me longer mm-hmm. so it takes me a day uh, a day and one morning max Yeah. Uh now Shreyas is asking can you explain your tri arrow pattern design? Yeah, tri arrow is very simple Shreyas. Uh we have three business units as you know. Uh, uh PV CV so passenger vehicle commercial vehicle and electric vehicle which got added uh, you know just about a year ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the the three the tri arrow the three arrows in the tri arrow actually represent each of the businesses. And uh if you If you followed us at the Delhi Expo, this is the first time we actually showcased three business units uh, within the overall Tata Motors umbrella, and and the Tri Aero uh, represents uh, you know our three business lines. Yeah, uh, so that's on Tri Aero. But talking about electrics, uh, how are cars going to look differently once? And we're definitely going to have more electric cars on the road. Now, with an electric car, you don't need a bonnet. um you can put all the batteries under the floor the motors are obviously near the wheels or on the axle so you don't need a bonnet so how are cars or are cars going to fundamentally change in their way they look see um see there's two things one is what you can do uh and one one is what you should do mm-hmm. of course you can do exactly what you said get rid of the bonnet etc but should you do that because people may not then be in a position to accept that look mm. you know so i think we need a little bit of a, a transition into that era mm. if you look at if you, even if you look at a tesla you know it's got you know it's got the frunk you know the, yes. the front trunk uh, mm. which is basically empty right so had they wanted they could have got rid of the bonnet you know pretty much 
but if you look at this if you look at the silhouette it's very very uh, sort of traditional three box sedan you know because when you're selling a car at 80 90 100000 mm. you know that customer is also looking at an s class he's also looking at a 7 series he's also looking he's making this choice Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know i think uh, some of them aren't ready to move to a completely a he's already moving to a different uh, propulsion system mm-hmm. which is also takes a leap of faith mm-hmm. uh, so b if you also change the visual typology of the car completely mm-hmm. uh, you could polarize a lot of people but i think it will come mm-hmm. uh, you know if if the customer is ready for it is another question you yeah. see a lot of these autonomous cars <laughs> which i can not cars right yeah, yeah toasters on wheels yeah which are bread boxes or toasters on wheels you know uh, they don't have a bonnet they don't have a trunk they don't have anything you know they use maximum space and they are always symmetrical about the people i can't understand why mm. because they don't go in two directions they only go in one direction you know mm. there is a front and a reverse mm. so why they end up looking like what they ended up looking like i just cannot understand mm. and uh, you know would would someone buy a car like that I'm not sure, you know. Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, so we're getting a lot of questions from budding car designers. Obviously. Ah, good. That's uh, good. A lot of them are following you, and uh, you take the time out to reply to all of them, all the relevant questions personally on your Twitter, on your Instagram. Obviously, you yeah. can't reply to everybody, but all the relevant ones. And I keep looking at that, and I wonder where do you get the time for all of this? So, <laughs> I think the most uh, interesting one there comes from Serena Balani. and yeah. uh, she says that if tomorrow one wants to get up and decide to be an automotive designer what kind of foundation she or he should have wow i think you want just wake up one day and decide to become an automotive yeah serena is that the name serena or serena serena i think it depends at what age you get up <laughs> if you if you're four i think uh, you know four or five that's okay yeah. if you're in your 20s i think it's uh, unfortunately too late so at what age this realization comes to you is is one thing because then you have time to you know prepare for a, for a, for a education and a career you know a lot of people write to me seriously they are they're in the mid 20s they've already done engineering they're already working you know and they say you know i can draw a car can i be a car designer and uh, it's very hard for me to tell them that you know it's not only about just being able to draw something you know there's, there's a whole you know it's like saying if i can measure your temperature can i be a doctor you know <laughs> you know there's a whole formation that has to undergo you know it's a, it's a way of thinking mm. and which is why i i told you earlier in a in a podcast and i say this again you know there is no substitute for a formalized education in in design mm-hmm. no substitute uh, any colleges you recommend you are an nid uh, graduate uh, any other colleges that you recommend uh, yeah Uh, of course nid nid is one of them i really think it's still one of the best in india there's mit in pune there's uh, uh, dsk mm-hmm. dypd uh, yeah. also in also in pune so there are some very good colleges in that amdavad pune area um if someone wanted to study abroad there's coventry university there's royal college of art which is masters only it's the only masters only um design college anywhere in the world Mm. um there's uh, fortsheim in germany there's umea in sweden uh there is um in the us you have art center uh, mm. center for creative studies i recently went to a very interesting college in, C- in university of cincinnati uh, mm-hmm. they have a mobi- they have a mobility design course on which i'm actually a visiting professor 
I was really impressed by uh, their approach to 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 let's say transportation and mobility design. They look beyond mm -hmm. just cars. Yeah. So there are there are corners of excellence everywhere, you know. So so look deep and and you'll find a, a college that's right for you. Yeah. You also when we talked about this on our podcast, uh, you talked about creating a portfolio and uh, having a portfolio that showcases. who you are yeah. and what you're capable of and how you can do things differently yeah absolutely you know serious part of you know how you spend your day i mean you know we sift through you know tens of tens of portfolios every month you know because uh, the sheer number of students coming out from colleges is very very high i think you know mm -hmm. compared to the jobs that are being created in industry so this is another mm -hmm. risk that people should think about that if you're not in the top literally 1% of uh you know the 100 odd uh, kids coming out of of transportation design that that means if you're not in the top 6 or 7 uh you have you are not likely to get a job in mm -hmm. in india or in in other parts of the world either uh other parts of the world there are other barriers you know visas and uh, work permits and all of that but i'm saying even in india i don't think we are creating more than 10 brand new jobs a year if that mm -hmm. having said that you know uh, the car design uh, let's say department in a company encompasses mm. many professions in fact i would like to do a separate session uh, if you all are okay <clears throat> you know of how engineers with a passion for car design can get into a car design department mm. not necessarily draw cars and sketch mm. cars and design cars but how they can be a part of that team Uh, mm -hmm. you know we have studio what we call studio engineers uh, you you spoke about you know our sierra concept the entire door mechanism was designed by our studio engineers mm -hmm. you know how how far it could it needs to open how it should slide so that's all designed within a car design studio mm -hmm. uh, materials fit finish um, you know uh, uh, engineering quality uh, perceived quality so there are many many disciplines within design Mm, that mm. i think people should explore and and unfortunately and i think the onus is on people like me to bring out these professions because mm. even i wouldn't have known was i sitting outside a car design profession i wouldn't have known of these uh, six or seven you know i told you we are 170 people 180 people but I, i think there are at least seven or eight disciplines within that Mm -hmm. so i think this is a good uh, subject to pick on on our next conversation maybe we'll do that next week depending on your schedule yeah. but i think there'll be uh, no we'll uh, take down 10 or 15 uh, interesting topics and uh, yeah. focus on those yeah. uh, some more uh, queries uh, you 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 uh, serious you and 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 journalists and even the ordinary customer you all talk about fit finish Mm. you know you all talk about material quality you all talk about something feeling plasticky looking plasticky yes. perceived quality perceived quality you know how and it is such an incredible field of of mm. engineering and design that i think many people could get into that for example if i have to look for a perceived quality uh, specialist in india today you almost don't get anybody really yeah. you don't get anybody because it's not taught anywhere oh Okay, uh, I can give you inputs on whether it feels perceive perception is good or bad. I can uh, I can yes. tell you how to do it, but I can tell you okay, does feels or does not feel. Exactly, it's like when when you you can feel ill, but mm. only a doctor can tell you what's wrong mm. with you. It's the same thing, you know. If I tell uh, my uh, you know 
color materials and finish team and PQ team that look guys this this instrument panel topper it's in the sun it looks very shiny and mm. it, it has this real high gloss level how do mm. we dampen that they mm. go into a micro i mean they literally go into a microscopic level detail to create the texture which mm. will not reflect the sun mm-hmm. for example yeah. it looks less shiny i mean what is what is gloss gloss is the amount of light that reflects from a from a, any surface when mm. light falls on it so when mm. you kill that mm. you start going towards matte yeah you know so the the line between gloss and matte is 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 designed by these guys and uh, and girls and you know paint design you know we mm. we show we showed our um green our ev green that you see on the nexon we showed yep. that first in a concept car called the vision sedan if you remember yes yes and um uh, you know and that's a it's a concept car you mix the paints and you spray it but when you have to take that to production and without mm-hmm. losing intent that means in some angles it looks blue some angles it looks green it's metallic you got to work at a micro level and and these guys have have done it you know in the team so paint technicians within design no oh. uh, i think we should take up all of this in another conversation uh, nirmal thakkar he says pratap bose you are a legend thank you so much for world class designs uh <laughs> i think i i think and hope that the products are legendary you know i mean that's really what makes or breaks us see uh, i mean even you look at your your product you know yeah. on youtube or on on print the product makes you what you are you know and true, the other true. way around but and uh, everything falls into place after that yeah yeah so i think when you say someone is legendary or whatever i think the 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 effort to create something incredible is is what needs to be applauded you know not the person i i think that can happen from anyone yeah But i have, i have and with with our team you know 180 people we want to make the best products we can i mean that's mm-hmm. period you know we don't think we are you know oh this india deserves this or doesn't deserve that no mm-hmm. uh another thing which i really like that you did recently was the dark edition of the harrier now the hard sketches he says that there can be expect more dark edition tata cars so obviously you can't talk about your future product plans but uh, that dark edition that came out of the blue and that really uh, put the uh, fire under harrier sales yeah you know very funny me and my colleague vivek in in marketing vivek srivats as you know you know we said look we need to do uh, we need to you know sort of do something little different to the harrier so it stands out and of course everyone says that black doesn't sell in india mm. everyone yes. you yes. ask anyone oh it's too, it's too hot it gets dusty blah 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 we took this gamble you know mm. then look let's do one let's do one and see what's the worst that can happen you know mm-hmm. uh, we'll make a limited uh, number and okay if it doesn't sell we've got a limited number to to think of you know not something we produced in you know hundreds of thousands and we did it and you know it sold incredibly well so mm. i'm really thinking you know that of course not all all cars and not all shapes can take a black mm. uh, we we have to choose appropriately Mm. but uh, you know it, it was a it was a great success here and i i almost wish it wasn't a limited edition mm-hmm. <laughs> i keep telling you yeah. to make <laughs> uh, follow up to that uh, polo mac asks does design influence the safety of a car yeah 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 of course i mean i i, I told you earlier there's passive and active mm. passive is to prevent uh, accidents 
mm. in the interior, for example, why did we move our uh, our HMI screen above uh, the vents? Mm. We mm. moved them above because today, A, you have so much more information coming from the car. Your mm. interaction is a lot more. And mm. B, outside is, is, is pretty, you know, terrific as well, you know, if you're on traffic. So we move the screen up so that you you can interact with it very, very easily. You take your eyes off the road for very, very short time. A fraction, which, yeah. Yeah, because you can imagine if you're traveling at 100 miles, uh, sorry, 100 kilometers or uh, on, a, on a motorway mm -hmm. and you take your eyes off the road for three or four seconds, you could have traveled 30, 40 meters. Huh? Someone can do the maths. And yes. in 30, 40 meters, you could crash into someone. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, the lower your HMI is or the more you have to take your eye off the, the road to look at and interact with your car, uh, the worse it is for safety. Yeah, that's one. And on the on the on the active safety, that is after the crash has happened. Of course, the structure is is a huge part of it. Our engineers do a phenomenal job. But also today, the bonnet height, uh, you know, for pedestrian, uh, the way we design the front again for pedestrian safety. Uh, the front overhang. So, you know, design and safety have a huge influence on each other, actually. Yeah. Uh, C.S. Santosh, uh, our Indian rider who rides at the Dakar, uh, he's saying, your thoughts on having a car that we could use to go rallying in India. Now, the, I should have actually pulled this out. One of the first rally cars I drove was an Indica, your first gen Indica. The yeah. Indica, Indica that used to run as the triple zero and double zero rally cars. Yeah. And that was one of the first rally cars made by uh, Jianan that I drove. It had a nice body kit on it, yep. which made it look quick. Yeah. Uh, if you were to do a rally car, what would you slap on it? A wow. Rally car draws. Oh, th thank you, by the way, for that question. I mean, he's a legend in his own right. <laughs> so I'm really uh, sort of uh, <laughs> starstruck, actually. <laughs> I'm lost for words, which doesn't happen very often. Um, I think, uh, you know, I think the Tiago would make a very cool little rally car. You know, mm -hmm. Almost in that 205, uh, you know, original. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, so I think yeah. Tiago is, is got, is, is got the potential to be a very cool um, little rally car, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. That's uh, one of the cars this, I would do. Yeah, maybe in these days when we are in quarantine, you could just knock off a few Tiago yeah. rally car sketches and just put that out. I, that's a very good, I'll get my, a uh, couple of my designers to, to, to have a play with that and send it to you. You know, by the way, we've been, We've been putting out a lot of line drawings for people uh, and their kids. So, so I was just going to come to that. Uh, yep. I was going to end with that and we have five minutes left. So let's uh, end with that. Yeah. So yeah, talk so, us through this. You know, this is incredible. Uh, uh, one of the guys in my team said, look, let's put out some line drawings. People are in quarantine. Kids are at home. Uh, give them a chance to really express, uh, you know, with our cars. And uh, so I thought that was a great idea. We put out, we put a Sierra, we put, uh, we put the Prima truck, actually. We put oh, Nexon yeah, yesterday. Prima truck. Yeah. And, and I was really, really, I mean, seriously, I'm telling you, I was really surprised by the response. And this one in particular, you know, from a three or four year old uh, child, you know, it was, incredible i mean it shows a little family inside it shows okay. it shows a lot of people looking at the car in awe it shows extremely cool uh, terrain by the way it shows mm -hmm. this off road uh, you know and uh, you know look at the imagination of of children and by the way a lot of adults they don't admit it but a lot of adults have also drawn these cars and and i think it's a great way to just stay in touch with with the customer 
you know, without, yes. without trying to sell your car and, and all of that. You know, we are not in that mode at the moment. Mm -hmm. At the moment, I think we're just to, to, to free up people's imagination, you know, use their time. And I was so impressed by what came back. Yeah. Uh, brother, to end, uh, let's talk about your inspirations. Now, you inspire a lot of us. You inspire the next generation of car designers. Who and uh, what do you draw inspiration from? See, I, I was very fortunate to work in a couple of companies, uh, you know, early in my career, you know, Piaggio being one of them in Italy. Uh, mm. They had a huge museum, which was amazing. I would spend many afternoons there. You know, I was never a scooter designer, but that's where I started my career. And uh, that was very inspiring. You know, what people or what that company did post-war in, in, mm. in uh, that was inspiring. Uh, then, of course, you know, my, my stint at Mercedes-Benz and Mitsubishi, there again, uh, you know, I had the, the great uh, honor of working with Professor Pfeiffer, who was the head of design, and mm. Olivia, Olivia Boulet, who was my own boss in the Japan studio. And then, of course, as, we, as, we, as I transitioned into Tata Motors, you know, I think there can be no one more inspiring than Mr. Tata himself. Mm. I think a lot of his qualities of honesty, of, of, uh, of truthfulness, of service to the country, we try and incorporate into our products, you know, which is what I was saying to you earlier. Don't show something in a concept car that you're not going to follow up, you know, that sense mm -hmm. of purpose and sense of honesty is very important for, for me. Uh, in other companies, you know, uh, Peter Schreier, I always talk about him. He's a legend. I think what he did in Kia and later in Hyundai is, is phenomenal. Uh, other non-car, of course, I look at architecture a lot. I'm very, very inspired and interested by architecture, aeroplanes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I'm lucky to have, uh, you know, have this job that allows us to travel, even though now we are homebound. Mm. Uh, you know, I really spend some time at airports looking at aeroplanes. Uh, you know, it's still an incredible sight to see a 380 or a 747 lift off, you know, 120, 130 tons of it. Uh, it's still very magical. So I think it's a, it's a mix of influence of people, personalities, and, and of course, uh, you know, products and objects. Uh, Apple is very inspiring, you know, how they, mm -hmm. uh, how that relationship between two people in a company, you know, uh, Steve Jobs and, and uh, Johnny Ives. Yeah, you know, how, how, how that created something so, so incredible. So I look for inspiration in stories. I think uh, I like stories a lot. You know, yeah. so. And uh, last question, uh, among the current lot of new vehicles that have been launched, uh, what do you think really stands out? Uh, that we have launched? Uh, not you, because uh, all of your stuff is good. Uh, oh, and that... outside. Outside, I think, uh, I think... Uh, you know, Mercedes by, by far is, is doing some incredible work. I think uh, mm. Gordon Wagner is doing a stupendous job. It's not easy to design a Mercedes. You know, having been there, I can tell you, you know, to move the needle and, and still, still stay true to your past is, is a very, very difficult balance. Um, I think, uh, you know, if I come back into the family, I think in Land Rover, it's, it's incredible. You know, Jerry McGovern mm -hmm. and Massimo. Yeah. Uh, the really looks awesome, man. Yeah, they 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 define the genre. I think no one does SUVs better than them. 
yeah. you know so i have a lot of like i said a lot of hope for what what's coming from jag because julian is a great yeah. designer there yeah. i'm actually going to put a shameless plug uh, we just did a video on the discovery spot and uh, i drove it to goa and yeah. that's when i got the idea that you no know, india is suv country and an suv works best in india so we did this video on five reasons why the india suv country and how the discovery spot fits the bill is there on our youtube channel so okay i'll take a look at that as well <laughs> and um you know i think uh, who else um, ferrari always you know flavio manzoni mm. incredible cars no mm. doubt about it and i was very impressed recently by the koenigsegg i can't mm -hmm. uh, i can't pronounce the name yeah the four the uh, people uh, and uh, it goes like a rocket yeah 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 exactly exactly yeah. you know and, and i thought that is immense you know that's a tough car to design mm. people think sports cars are easy they are incredibly difficult and yeah. uh, you know so so hats off to to them for pulling that off um yeah uh, brother i i really have a lot of question that i want to ask you like for instance do you wish no uh, do you have a wish that you want to do a sports car where do you where would you draw inspiration from that yeah it is the kinesec jamera the curtis jamera in there but but uh, we going to end now the the insta live only lasts for an hour uh, we got a lot of questions on design on design schools what uh, you guys should be studying so we will take you up on the offer and we'll do another one purely on on uh, career right yeah. and for careers in design uh, on uh, yeah the other engineers who can work in design and what are the opportunities there i think that will be really helpful for the future generation of uh, car designers bike designers automotive designers in general yeah so sirish please uh, you know please please uh, do that because i think we need to do a uh, just as a service to 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 the to the to the profession i would really like to do a a one hour slot on careers within design so you know definitely uh, as for your convenience we can do it uh, uh, it's not like we really have that much to do and we've got a lot of travel happening right now so yeah. we can uh, do it and we'll take this yeah. opportunity to do that and uh, bring that to you okay great uh, thank you pratap thank you for your time uh, i uh, wish you your family everybody at tata motors uh, be safe stay indoors um, we'll ride through this together and uh, come out on the other side stronger and you sirish you and your team